Hey guys, welcome to Day to Day Drive podcast number 2. This podcast is about code obfuscation. The most widely used tool for code obfuscation among the Android developers community is ProGuard. But in this podcast we are going to talk about Dexcard, pay tool from GuardSquare. Sakesh is here who recently used Dexcard so he is going to give us some idea about Dexcard. Hello everyone. Hey Balan. Hey Sakesh, what is Dexcard? As you said, uh Dexcard is an obfuscation tool. An obfuscation tool in general means a tool that uh, makes things uh, diff- more difficult to understand or unintelligible, right? So what Dexcard does uh is by being the bigger brother of ProGuard, it goes a step further and it not only has all the features that ProGuard has, which is stuff like uh renaming all the class variables, class fields and making them unintelligible. but also goes forward into the security area and uh, tries to come up with ways to make your app more secure be it by encrypting all sorts of classes strings and things like that or by providing a, an uh, api uh, so that you can perform runtime checks uh, such as is my phone rooted is my phone being hacked in any way has the apk been tampered with and things like that okay so it basically takes the bytecode and then obfuscates so that whoever unpacks your apk is not going to understand anything that, that's correct right what's the difference between proguard and dexcard and why do we really need dexcard uh, okay fair enough so that was a good question for me as i started looking at uh, at the two tools initially we were using proguard and uh, i was thinking what else is there to offer uh, i guess that uh, there's actually a whole set of features that dexcard has which uh, ProGuard doesn't offer, uh, but the most important ones, I guess, are the ones uh, involving encryption. So as we know, in many cases, we have like sensitive information in our APKs, uh, keys, tokens, things like that. And uh, Dexcard allows you to encrypt those so that no one can extract them and use them for any other purposes or access sensitive data, if that makes sense. Does it do the encryption automatically, or is there any code changes that you need to do for encryption? Dexcard uses the same configuration files that ProGuard uses, right? But it has some extra uh, commands that you can use. One of uh, these commands is uh, encrypt classes command, which allows you to encrypt a class. So by going into that uh, same call it Dexcard or ProGuard file configuration file, and add the dash encrypt class space, and then the class configuration. which is the full path to a single class uh, that will encrypt that class and make it unintelligible oh okay so this is a just a sim- sim- simple rule that you add in your dexcard rules file correct it's quite straightforward to encrypt a class with dexcard oh okay okay that's that's helpful uh, can you give us a brief about how you implement dexcard in your project so i have an existing project with uh, with proguard configured mm-hmm. so in case if i want to switch to dexcard mm-hmm. uh, what are the steps that i need to take Uh, that's a good question. Uh, to start with, I have to point out that uh, Dexcard, while ProGuard is a free tool, Dexcard isn't. Uh, they come from the they both uh, produced and maintained by the same company, GuardSquare. But one would need to to get a license for it and pay the annual fee, as they have an annual model uh, where you subscribe and then you get free customer support and the Dexcard tool. So the first step is that uh, paying for the license, and as soon as you do this. uh you can then you're then able to access an account uh on your name on their website where you can download all the documentation for Dexcard along with the necessary 
uh, Gradle plugin and uh, charts that they provide. So I guess that's the first step. And then moving forward, what I found really useful is to go through the all of the documentation. I actually printed out everything. It was around 150 pages. So I read everything to really understand what the differences are between ProGuard and DexGuard and to come up with a strategy on what we need to, to put our focus on uh, with DexGuard and how to do that. So, for example, in our team, we didn't think that we would need to implement all the DexCard features. So we had a small meeting and we picked the ones that we really needed and we started off with those. Uh, so I guess that's the documentation all uh, read. And then the, the next part, I guess, it would be to, to integrate DexCard into, into the build process. So DexCard is a great plugin. You would need to uh, both include the, the DexCard jar inside your project and then declare in, the, in your build.gradle file. Does that increase your build time by any significant amount? Uh, well, uh, yes and no. F so for debug builds, we have DexCard disabled. We don't do any obfuscation whatsoever. So that's fine. It's the same as before. But for uh, release APKs, we found out that DexCard uh, takes a bit more time to process the APK uh, for certain reasons that we'll go through in a bit. And that increased overall our build time by a minute and a half or so for our project. Just a minute and a half. So on my laptop, it moved it from two and a half minutes to around four minutes, four and a half minutes, which essentially it's, it's essentially double, right? It's quite a bit. But it's, mm -hmm. if it's only for release builds, it's not builds that you build every day. So it's quite, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a big fuss, really. I know you have a very high high configuration machine for as your developer machine. Uh, how long it does take for your teammates? So can you give us a general opinion of how long it takes? Maybe possibly <laughs> yeah, you can take a thirteen inch good Mac. Good point. Yeah. So uh, on uh, on uh, my colleague's Mac, it would take a normal build would take around three minutes or so. Uh, so with Dexcard, we would be looking at six or seven minutes oh my god so yeah i mean it's it's quite a bit but as i said as we don't have to to build a release apks every day it's fine for us oh, okay but it's still it'll, it'll be overload on the pipeline correct correct uh, jenkins uh, was indeed struggling with uh, with dexcard then we consider some alternatives even on uh, increasing their specs a bit to to bring the build times down Okay, do you want to share any specific uh, hurdles that you came across when you implement Dexcard? So, so the, the, first, uh, the first thing that is a bit weird with Dexcard is that uh, Dexcard replaces some, some Gradle tasks of the Android plugin and is now the tool responsible for multi-dexing. So in your build.gradle file, you need to define that multi-dex is disabled uh, because that's with the, with the Android Gradle plugin. And then in your DexCard configuration file, you should uh, have there the command uh, dash multidex enabled, which enables multidex, and then uh, DexCard will do that. So it, that, that's a bit weird to do. And overall, uh, you need to do the same with minify enabled in your build.gradle file. So you define that uh, ProGuard is disabled, so that then DexCard can take over and uh, uh, do all the obfuscation and things like that. But, but these are problems with actual understanding the documentation and the configuration of Dexcard. Uh, I did have actual problems with Dexcard and that was in some cases where you I configured everything and then I would start the app and then nothing would work. 
and you would get a very, 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 very weird stack trace of uh, hieroglyphics and things like that. So it was, it's quite tricky, it's quite tricky to understand what's happening because you need to take a, stra a stack trace and deobfuscate it to, just to see what's happening there. Um, but overall, I believe that we were lucky. We had a couple of cases where things seem to be a bit off and we're going to understand what's happening, but that would only last for a few hours or maybe a day. Overall, I think that we didn't run into any major problems that completely blocked us. Okay, so you mentioned about the stack trace, so mm -hmm. that brings this question. How do you deobfuscate your stack trace uh, with the Dex card? Is it same as ProGuard or do you need any specific tools for that? So there is a tool called the Retrace. So it comes with Dex card, it's a jar uh, uh, file. And with this tool, you can uh, deobfuscate the stack trace. I believe that the same tool comes with ProGuard as well. But maybe with DexGuard it's a bit more advanced as it could have to handle more scenarios, for example, the encryption and things like that. So I'm assuming that uh, it's the same tool, just a bit more advanced. Overall, what you need to do is you pass to this tool, the, the obfuscated stack trace and the mapping file, and then you run it and you get the deobfuscated stack trace. Now you're gonna ask what the mapping file is. So the mapping file is a file generated by Dexcard at build time. So essentially this file has a mapping of uh, every obfuscated element of uh, the, the project back to its original name. So if we had a class uh, called main activity and then ProGuard uh, changed the name that to A, in that mapping file, there would be a line saying mapping activity corresponds to A. So by using this file in the reverse way, this tool retrace is able to, to figure out the original stack traces and provide them to the developer. So the mapping file is the key to deobfuscate your stack trace. That's so right. it's very important to keep your keep the mapping file for your release APK so that you can deobfuscate the stack traces that you get from your clients. Correct. So I should also point out that Crasslytics allows you to upload the mapping file directly to their servers so that they can provide you with deobfuscated stack trace, otherwise it wouldn't, wouldn't make much sense. But at the same time, uh, in some cases, we found out that the deobfuscated stack traces would have incorrect line numbers. We, we sent an email out to the Dexcard and the Fabric guys to have a look and they said that they, they'll figure it out. So stay tuned on that. Good that it, it straight away works with uh... Crashlytics, otherwise it might be a blocker for many people to use Dexcard. Yeah, I did know it was working just fine. So Yeah, okay, so that's a good uh, overview of how we use Dexcard and what are the features it has on a high level. Mm -hmm. Can you can you list the benefits that you have seen on your app? So, so the first benefit is that we moved from a multi-dex application down to a single dex application. Okay. Uh, Dexcard shrink phase removed so many methods that uh, reduced our overall method count from around 100,000 to down to 40,000. So that's quite impressive. Uh, now in terms of uh, raw APK size, I believe we had some uh, minor benefits of around to 1 megabyte. I guess that's from the code removed and in some cases maybe there was uh, a resource that wasn't used as Dexcard very thoroughly scans the APK to find unused images and stuff like that and files overall. A little gain from there and then there is the the biggest gain I guess is security itself, right? Do you try to decompile your app after um, um, obfuscating with Dexcard? Uh, indeed, indeed we tried and we found out that uh, the classes uh, 
uh, were really unintelligible. Even in some cases, the decompilers were failing, were throwing exceptions while trying to decompile those classes. So overall, very, very, very happy with it. So how long it took for you to implement Dexcard? Overall, I think it took around three weeks, maybe. Uh, on the first week, I was working by myself. And then as soon as I set up the basic configuration for it and I had uh, read everything, uh, I, I paired with another developer to, to go through the whole app and make sure that everything works properly. So yeah, around three weeks. I should point out that uh, overall their customer support helped me a lot through this process. They have an excellent customer support. Uh, they would uh, reply to me uh, like after a couple of hours, very helpful overall. And they would even ship new releases for uh, to solve like particular problems that I had within uh, within a couple of days. So overall, very happy both with the product and with their amazing uh, support team. Thank you, Sakis, for sharing all the information about Dexcart. My pleasure, Bala. I hope this uh, was helpful both for you and for the Android community listening to us. So how can we contact you, Sakis? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, so my Twitter handle is skaliakudas. We'll make sure we include it in the show notes. What about you, Bala? At BalaChinderKM on Twitter. Yeah, we uh, we will add all the information in the show notes. Thanks, guys.